too excited with it and they got just got thinner and thinner and thinner and then you know the next day everybody was like oh my god what did she do to your face and uh she looked like marilyn manson and once you once you <laughs> pluck them too far over you always look cross-eyed yeah like <laughs> like kind of like a frog i had another teacher in in college actually who god it would like crack me up just looking at her sometimes i don't know why but she decided that it was necessary to like paint on her eyebrows every day oh. and so they were never straight <laughs> So she always had like one way higher than the other, and so she always looked like kind of like perplexed. Huh? <laughs> yeah, it was really funny. Yeah, I've I've always wanted to do that a little. <laughs> I'm like, just maybe once. Hi, Alyssa. Hello, Alyssa. Hi. We have actually two guests now. We have Alyssa, and we Hi. have. There she is. Hi. <laughs> I'm gonna give her her dinner. Oh, oh, it's time for that yummy doggy food. Danny and Alyssa got a new puppy named Maddie. They did. Or Madeline Kong. Not to be confused with Madeline Kong. Well, to be associated with. With Madeline Kong. Sorry, I've tried. I know. I've tried to WD-40 that door, and it just won't. It's, it's a really horror movie door. That, yeah. This apartment is meant for horror movies. Speaking of horror movies, <gasps> I have to tell. I was telling Andy about this on the train. There is this bar called Freddy's in Brooklyn, which is officially one of my favorite bars, though I've been there once now. Yeah. Um, they do a lot of interesting music, like experimental and bluegrass, and they have a spelling bee. They also have a win a ham trivia night, where you win a ham <laughs> that you can go home and cook. You mean you don't get to take home Murray Hill? <laughs> you win, like, or the kid from your, like, science Rip class. Rip Taylor. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Win a Rip Taylor night. <laughs> And when he hears this, he's going to be like, that's a great idea! Confetti! <laughs> that's what he's going to be. But um, they have videos playing in the background, and they're by some video artists that live nearby. And, like, some of them are, like, cut-up commercials where there'll be a bunch of women's legs really cut together, or be, like, kids looking like they're being obscene really <laughs> cut together. <laughs> but then they had a whole series where it was um, horror movies, but cut down to about ten seconds. Yeah. So you'd see the title, Super and then you'd see, like, yeah. You'd see title, and then victim, victim, like, 
or it would be titled and girl, girl, then same girl, like dead, other girl dead, uh, murderer, then murder and straight jack at the end. <laughs> like it was like really, really fast. Um, and a couple of these were so funny. There was one that was my, my particular favorite and I want to make a remake of this. So if anybody would like to be in my remake of um, the classic film entitled Deathbed, The Bed That Eats. I think I want to be in it. <laughs> okay, good. And it basically was like, from the 10 seconds. Uh, it's basically, how are you going to even do that? You'll have to like get like a, a big bathtub, fill it with water, <laughs> and put a sheet over it. So then people like get in it and be like, like oh my whoa! god! Like, there's like bubbles coming up <laughs> out of the bed, like the bed obviously uh, had its mouth washed out recently. <laughs> it was angry and eating people because its mother was like, how dare you say fungal? <laughs> We're not even Italian. We're <laughs> furniture. I don't know. But yeah, that was my favorite. That one, and there, there was one where like it was chickens from Mars or something, and they had people in giant chicken suits fighting. And the editing made it so that like two chickens kind of hit each other, and then they cut to one of the chickens getting blown up. So it basically looked like a chicken, like kind of like was like, "Hey, you!" and like hit him in the arm, and his head blew up. <laughs> Which doesn't happen. in a gory way or no? No, in just a very fake chicken head blowing up way. <laughs> you know, <laughs> the standard. Like a little poof of feathers, or <laughs> it was, it was uh, yeah. Like a, like a down pillow exploded? Pretty much. Now a Carrero. 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 I noticed you have the what would Scooby do up there. Oh, somebody gave me that. What exactly is it? This is I, this is my clipboard that Colleen's looking at. Ah. We, uh, Colleen no longer lives in the super secret layer. We should make mention of the <laughs> fact that this is our first recording in the upper in layer. Annie's apartment. It needs a cool name. The, yeah, well, okay, the, uh. The, the Cloud Fortress. The Wrath of Kong. <laughs> <gasps> I like the Cloud Fortress. Okay, it's the Cloud Fortress. Okay, this is our first recording in the Cloud Fortress. It's above the secret... Super secret lair. Which Subterranean lair. Which is now inhabited by an evil woman. Not yeah. really. She's well, just old. She's just old. When you're so old, A lot of times it's help. synonymous. But, yeah, yeah, that's true. It's just gas, usually. Yeah. So I, Colleen was looking at... Uh, instead of me like fondling her possessions for one, she's looking at mine. <laughs> uh, and uh, she noticed that I have a clipboard... And it's just like a regular plastic clipboard, and over the years, actually, it's a clipboard left over, it was my mom's clipboard, and she had it for Girl Scouts, and so there's like a, a balloon, it's a clear plastic one, so you can still see it through the front, Whoa. but there's like a hot air balloon, like, puffy painted on it, well, flat <laughs> painted, not puffy, but anyway, so to cover that, as a teenager, I decided to put any, you know, whenever I got stickers, or somebody gave me stickers, whatever, I would just stick, it, stick them on there, and so now I have this big collage of stickers, so now I have like... I don't know. What a slug. I have, well, yeah, it's a, a e reading? Santa Cruz oh, the, mascot. Oh, I forgot you guys were the slugs. What That's the, right. That, oh, granted, we were a, a fictitious animal, but yeah. slugs, like, come, who's scared of a slug? Other than me, they're creepy. <laughs> a lot of people probably, the eight-inch yeah. slugs are kind of... But it would be like, do you think it's well, football games? The they'd be like, people would run towards them and be like, oh, never mind, I can't touch you. We had, it's a, it's a non-competitive school. They oh. have non-competitive sports. But I would say slugs. And there is actually, in the in the, in the basketball gym, there is a, a painting. This is the only beefy slug. For the most part, it's very, you know, it's like pictures of the slug reading philosophy. But there is things. one big mural of the slug with, like, Arnold Schwarzenegger arms and pecs. Okay. Which is a really funny, And <laughs> I'm having picture. some issues with the idea of a slug with arms. Well, yeah. But, yeah. Uh, I, I, I don't know who thought that was a good idea. Well, so. the, the idea behind the mascot is that, of course, Santa Cruz is also the home of... Hippies. Um, well, yes, but that's not what I was going to say. Because of its geographical location, 
It is the home of endangered redwood trees, oh. and the redwood trees live in a symbiotic relationship with the banana slugs, and you can't have the redwood trees without the banana slugs. So they chose to honor the banana, the banana slug because of its important role in the life cycle of the redwood tree. Mm, I would say and also, it would be cool banana to slugs be the redwoods. are hermaphroditic, and that's just cool in my book. <laughs> Any animal that's hermaphroditic is, is, is impressive to me. Me too. You can have sex with yourself. That's awesome. So, anyway. <laughs> I, I, I also have a What Would Scooby-Doo pic, uh, sticker and a Rosie Riveter and KCRW and other various crap, so. That's exciting. <laughs> yeah, that's my clipboard of fun. <laughs> and you'll also notice that we installed some shelves in here recently. I did. And uh, this shelf here is my, my musical accompaniment shelf. <laughs> I see some brushes. So I've got some wire brushes and some tambourines and shaker rigs and uh, the, you know the harmonicas that you were kind of to give to me. So sometimes we can make really annoying, loud, abrasive music. We have to do the second cheese song. We got to make a whole album. Oh, you're right. Oh my god. Cheese like the wind through my cheese. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's the curtain that I can say say cheese instead of cheese. So maybe cheese. <laughs> Cheesy lady. <laughs> there you go. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Cheesy lady. <laughs> Talking about the my little lady. lady. And the lady is bride. Yeah, it's when you dip certain cheeses in. Oh, the lady bride. is something I dip certain cheeses in. <laughs> Guess you didn't know what it meant. Wake whoa. me up before you go to. <laughs> That didn't really work quite right. <laughs> I still like it. I need a list of, of the names of cheeses. So if anybody, um, this is your assignment. We give you an assignment every week. On the forum, give me names of cheeses. Because oh, I'm like one. American goat. Um, I heard the saddest goat story, but you tell your cheese thing, and then I will tell you my sad goat story. And I will always love Gouda. <laughs> See that? I'm just going to do ten different ones of Gouda. I think we should have, well, maybe we should make an album per cheese. I mean, like, uh, have no. a Gouda album, and then we could have a... A lot of cheese. A Jack album. Um, we could have... Uh, Jumpin' Jack Swiss. A single slices Crafting album. Because <laughs> that's the extent of my cheese knowledge. Um, yeah, do you want to hear my sad goat story? Yeah. No. Not really, but... You don't how really? sad is it? It's I don't want to be sad. too sad. Well... Okay, so basically in Mississippi, and I heard this from, um, uh, his name is Cliff. He was playing this show at uh, Freddy's last night. He was so good. Um, and basically the story was that in his local zoo growing up in Mississippi, there was an elephant that somewhere along the line when it was baby, um, a goat had been in a cage nearby, and they became really good friends. So eventually the zookeeper people figured they could keep the elephant and the goat in the same cage and just let them play together and roam mm. around, like which just in my mind is hysterical. And like of course the elephant grows up and is this big thing, but he's still like best friends with a goat that's always hanging around him. So Mississippi floods mm. in eighty four and the goat got swept away. Oh. And the elephant went crazy and oh. like broke out of its cage looking for the goat. <laughs> Why didn't the goat just climb on top of the elephant? Oh, that's what happens in cartoons. I know, a, I know an elephant joke. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't quite a joke, but okay. That's a really dumb that's joke. The elephant joke. I don't really even want to tell it this because. Is it where do you keep your junk? If you're an elephant, in your trunk. <laughs> <laughs> Elephants have junk in the trunk. Yeah, I. 
like long narrative jokes um elephant no there's a mouse walking through the jungle okay how this story was told to me i don't know how many mice are in the jungle there's an elephant or a mouse walking through the jungle and then he hears help help me you know and he goes and he finds that there's this elephant in a ditch oh god stuck you know i know you're traumatized oh god and so um the mouse is like, well, you know, how am I going to help you out? Like, you know, I, I can't, you know, I'm a little mouse and you're an elephant. And so, yeah, and they're um, different sizes. Yeah, exactly. No elephants very well. And so the mouse says, I know, okay, I'll just go and get my BMW and a rope and pull you out. So the mouse is plausible. <laughs> Talking animals, and so, yeah. <laughs> the mouse gets his BMW and backs up and the, you know, pulls the elephant out of the ditch. And the elephant says, I'm so grateful. If you ever need, you know, help, you know, let me know and I'll help you. And so one day the elephant's walking through the jungle and hears, help, help me. And he goes and looks in the ditch. And sure enough, it's the mouse again. It is SUV? No, no, it's the mouse in the ditch this oh. time. I don't know where the BMW <clears throat> went. Gotcha. It probably was a BMW SUV, actually. Ah, yeah. yeah. Um, and More horsepower. This joke was told to me before the invention of the SUV, but the SUV actually works perfectly <laughs> with the punchline of <laughs> okay. the joke. So, um, so the, the elephant says, you know, I want to help you, but I don't have a, a BMW SUV. And the mouse says, well, just try lowering your tail down here. And so the elephant tries, but, oh, it's just not quite far enough. The mouse Aww. can't reach it. So, oh, well, try lowering your trunk. And so the elephant bends over and reaches his trunk down in there. It's still just not quite close enough. And Aww. the mouse says, well, I noticed you have a really big wanger. <laughs> Lower that down. And so the elephant lowers his big, long wanger down into the hole. And the mouse reaches it, and he pulls the mouse out. So the moral of the story is, you don't need a BMW SUV if you have a big dick. Oh, <laughs> that's so sweet. <laughs> and actually, disturbing. The, the backstory of that joke is funnier than the actual joke. But it's when I was, I think I heard that joke when I was in like third. I was really little. And I was on, there's this thing called Indian Princesses, which is sort of like Girl Scouts, <laughs> except for it's father and daughter. And it's uh, politically incorrect. Well, yeah, that's true, too. But this was the 80s, you know. And so... Uh, Before political incorrectness was invented. Right. And so... Or racism. It's, you know, Girl Scouts is really, like, pretty good about, like, you know, the moms really keep a good watch on the girls, and, you know, like, the activities are really well organized, but Indian Princesses is, like, the opposite. It's like... The camping trips are like you go out to the woods. The little girls run around like crazy maniacs, and the dads all sit in like a motorhome and drink beer and tell stories. <laughs> so this one time, I forget how I got in the room. Like I was tired of playing, and so I went into like the room, hotel room or whatever, where all the dads were, and I like crawled into a closet because it was dark and went to sleep. And I didn't. I wasn't all the way asleep, and so. <laughs> So they started telling dirty jokes, not knowing that I was in there. And so they were telling all these really dirty jokes. They would never tell in the presence of an eight-year-old. Yeah. And then when he tells that, somebody told that joke, I started laughing. And ah! they were like, oh, shit, there's a kid in here. And so, you know, <laughs> I, you know, what did I carry? No. I thought it was a funny dick joke at eight. You know? I don't even know what a BMW was, but the dick joke was funny. Like you knew what a wanger was. Yeah, it's, and wanger was the term that was used in the... <laughs> what they were telling it to. Wanger so. sounds like a part of a dirty section of the airport. You know, like the wanger <laughs> hanger, the wanger hanger. It's <laughs> <laughs> like if you like have a lot of time to kill and you just want to, you know, have sex with a prostitute. <laughs> I mean, the number of times I've done that in airports, 
And I never had a hanger to do it in. Oh, yeah. Hangers are big spaces, too. I would. So I guess we should play the first song. Yeah, let's play the first song. Um, Our band tonight is called The Teeth. The Teeth. Which, amazingly, if you Google The Teeth, they are the top link, which... I Googled it, and as I was, like, hitting Well, probably if you just Google teeth, they wouldn't be, but the teeth not. is probably a little bit more specific. I just found it amazing, because I was like, how stupid am I being just Googling teeth? <laughs> <laughs> oh, here it is. <laughs> it's really easy. But there are guys from Philly, and uh, the first song we are going to play by them is called Oh, Bessie. Oh, Bessie. your body are on fire um and uh, not really uh though i do have uh i have haglum's deformity i found out which basically means my heels are perfectly square like a cartoon character and when i put on shoes my legs explode where's annie yay it's open and everything what a hostess i know you're a hostess with the most... Like a cake. 
Peanut, <laughs> peanut butter, and jelly. <laughs> I, I remember know. learning that like in kindergarten, preschool even. You were advanced. I learned it last week. I still keep forgetting the words. <laughs> My peanut, peanut butter, fish sticks. <laughs> no clues. Not right. <laughs> <laughs> copyright <laughs> infringement. <laughs> Do you think you can copyright a voice? Oh, probably. So should I make one up to copyright? And then if anybody in the world ever uses that voice, I will get a hundred pennies. A <laughs> hundred shekels. A hundred bits of lint. <laughs> Mail to me. Dependentation Address. One shabby. secret lair above ground. Actually, I'm moving to Shantytown. <laughs> Won't you take oh. me to Shantytown? Won't you take me to Shantytown? Okay, we're copywriting that song. You sing it, you owe us 25 Shantytown dollars, which is the equivalent I don't know if you can copyright something that's so blatantly ripped off of something else. Although, Weird Al probably copyrights his music. You know what? He gets permission from artists. Actually, a funny story. It's so funny. Oh. It's going to be really funny. Oh, I can't wait to be funny. <laughs> okay. Um, that was probably the most irritating <laughs> thing we've ever heard no. Second only to the Abe Lincoln and Jimmy duet. Yeah, did anybody listen to that? We got no feedback in the forum about no. the, the thing. I think everybody liked the probably. duet. But, um, funny story. <laughs> I can't remember. Give me a hint. What's it about? I don't know. You didn't start it yet. Um, what's it about? Weird Al. Oh! <laughs> <coughs> so the funny story um, was that basically he had something on his website that was like saying like, do you get permission from the artist to do songs? He's like, yes, actually, you know, I talk to every single person before I do their song. There's only been one artist in the history of me doing records that said no. And he says, and was I that was, Coolio? It was Prince. Oh, really? Prince would not let him do a cover. Wasn't, wasn't, he, wasn't Coolio all mad about his cover of Gangster's Paradise? He gave permission, but then I guess was pissy afterwards. Oh. Like, I can't believe the man made a joke of my life. Yeah. That was the worst impression of Coolio yeah. ever. Why, why would, if you didn't want somebody, I mean, obviously Gangster's Paradise is, like, kind of a serious song. So if you really, if Coolio is really all that, like, cool. I mean, he knows who yeah. Weird Al is. He knows what Weird Al does. Maybe he didn't. I could see Coolio being like, hey, sure, whatever, yeah. <laughs> Make an homage to me. A homage. A homage. <laughs> Maybe a homage. And put pickles on it. <laughs> I want a homage sandwich. I want, I want hummus on my homage. Maybe he thought it was hummus, and he was like, yeah, I'll go for some hummus. And he's like, no, actually, it was a hummus. Hum, a hummus. Oh, I can't see the word now. Homage? A homily. 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 That movie with that girl that's pale. Hominy? <laughs> what? Hominy? Is it, is it like a vegetable? Hominy? It's like a, a bean kind of thing. Really? Well, yeah, I, I don't know it. about I hate hominy. homilies. It's kind of like weird corn, actually. Does it have the magic of corn? No. You know the magic you know of corn. I found out recently? No. Orville Redenbacher's popcorn is actually, he was actually a genetic engineer. Really? And by chance he happened to engineer a strain of popping corn that would pop to three times the size of normal kernels. And so actually, Damn! Orville Redenbacher's popcorn isn't gourmet, it's just genetically altered. Weird. <laughs> is that why the one time I popped it, one of them had an arm? Yeah. I was like, oh, weird. It was crunch, like crunch, the crunch. size of a koosh ball. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Remember koosh ball? Can you imagine if you pop the bag and like you open it up and just one giant <laughs> corn? 
Oh, I miss Kushwells. Kushwells always had what was... um. The one loop. The loops. Yeah. yeah. And like supposedly they weren't supposed to have loops. Like it never said in the package comes with loops. Yeah. And I guess they didn't want kids to figure that out because of course everybody does the like, I'm throwing it at your face, I'm yeah. throwing it at your face and then of when course the breaks. day yeah. it breaks and then it's like, You're blind in one eye, you're blind in one <laughs> eye. You got another one. And then they had the cooch balls that had like animal heads on them. Yeah, that's really creepy. And then you would throw them at people and it would actually hurt. Yeah. Yeah. I've I've I know those up close. I lit a cooch ball on fire one time. <laughs> what happened? It made a lot of black, smelly smoke, because most things made of rubber will. <laughs> Weird. It was scary. We should have it went up quickly, though. a fire show, where we just set parts of your apartment on fire. Okay. <laughs> Great I idea. had nothing to do it in my apartment, but, you know, we moved out. <laughs> we meaning... But now's the perfect time. Me and my personalities. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so, um... I've mentioned him before, and I mentioned him in the comic a few times, but if you're not yet reading Michael's Exciting Life, you have to start. It's just for this one reason. It's that the man drew a picture of me with arm cannons mm. for hands. Yes. Okay, is that not the definition of, like, awesome a good citizen? Yes. <laughs> yeah. I like arm cannons. I wouldn't want them for myself. It's kind of like be- wanting to be Captain Hook. It's like, and it's just one hook. <laughs> you mean Captain Look at this awesome watch. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, but what, wasn't there a Shel Silverstein poem about Captain Hook? There might have been. I think, I'm sure there was. Captain Hook, he's like a book. Boops, boops, boops. It, it has something about, I remember specifically a line about opening cans of sardines. Mm. And there was a picture of him and he's just like, got like a, a can of sardines impaled upon his hook and he looks all mad about it. He's crying. Because he can't open it. Crying. Tears of sweet pirate. Crocodile tears. God. I recently decided that, um, I'm kind of sick of my feet. Um, they're just kind of pains in the ass. Mm-hmm. And um, I really like what they've been doing with prosthetic feet. Mm-hmm. So um, if anybody wants to donate a couple dollars towards the Kali wants to cut off her feet and buy prosthetic feet fund, <laughs> go go right ahead. I mean, I should put a picture. Have you seen the running feet? Like, that they have, like, the Olympics for the people without feet? That are just, like, sort of, like, bent yeah. bars. Yeah, yeah they're so awesome. awesome. Yeah. And, and springy. What I think is, like, it's probably, like, living on moon boot shoes yeah. from Wild and Crazy Kids, but all the time. <laughs> it's like, I'm in a wacky world. Boing, 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 boing. Like, I think, I think life would be perfect if I had prosthetic feet. And, you know, if you wanted to, you could just unscrew them and put on different ones. Yeah, totally. Be like, today, I feel like... Wooden ones. Today I feel like having elephant legs. Today I want peg legs. I do. Today I want two potted plants as feet. And I could do it. <laughs> yeah. I could just put a screw in there and just... Hey there, yeah. bamboo shoe. Hey there, non-normal... Well, I guess non-non-normal feet, because it means you have normal feet. Cause yeah. Put extra negatives in there. I'm bad at insulting hey people. Hey normal foot. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that works, too. Yeah, so... Uh, boring feet. Boring feet. I don't I felt really bad, like, because I get these ideas, and then I, I can't stop talking about them. My coworkers, um, it's gotten to the point that I don't have any friends in the office anymore. That sounds bad. All my friends basically left for other jobs, so it's mm. like, who's left are, like, a couple new people, and, like, you know, um, another a coworker who's a friend, but she's not... She she doesn't know about, like, things like the comic and the radio show. <laughs> she's one of, like... She's a friendly acquaintance at the office. One of those people that think I'm normal. That's Ah, what she is. And every now and I say something such as, I really wish I could cut off my feet and buy prosthetic feet. (laughs) And she found it odd. (laughs) I wonder why. I do. I do. I think it's time for a song, too. Yeah, let's play a song, too. 
Um, and before we do that, we should tell you their website. The Teeth is just simply theteeth.net. Mm. I don't know who owns theteeth.com. I assume a really um, web-savvy orthodontist. Yeah. I, I assume so. But theteeth.net. They have a new album coming out this spring, which means they're going to be touring a buttload. So you should really go see them live. So the name of their new album, which is coming out in late spring, is called You're My Lover Now. Mm. Which I believe has to be said in that particular voice. Yeah. Lover. You're my lover now. You are my lover now. You are my lover now. And this, um... Is that a threat? <laughs> <laughs> you have no choice. You're <laughs> my lover now. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. <laughs> and um, the songs that we played from uh, today on this, this show are from the album Carry the Wood, and I suggest you all get it. There is a secret song on the album, which is my favorite secret song on any album I've ever heard. And really? I am a fan of secret songs. Is it a super yes. secret song? It's not a super secret song. It's somewhat secret. Oh. There's not that much of a gap between the song and the song. No, it's, it's actually it's a remake of... One of the songs on the album, but it's a very, very sad song that they've remade. It's a very happy song, which I was considering playing on the show, but it makes them sound a bit like Psycho Killers, which I don't think they are. Yeah. I don't know. I like the faster one. They've never killed me yet. Dun, dun, dun. So this song is called So Long.
again You'll walk the streets and blow your sight and then You'll see the yellow lights, the cars at night The creeps and dogs, the broken nights The smiles and screams, remember things Close your mouth and you are there Looking, looking Who are you fooling? Don't I don't remember how to yodel. Lonely goat washed away with the water. Elephant is out of Elephant is crazy. Lonely goat goes swaying, 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 swaying down the river. Forgot to get the river into that last sentence. Oh dear. Well, Colleen and I started a new class. We did? It's a class of kicking ass! <laughs> so, there's two parts of the class, and the first part of the class is a little remedial for us, because we both have art backgrounds. It's so, like, they're like, what is perspective? Hmm. What is a pencil? We actually had the talk about yes. different kinds of pencils. And I was H like, versus oh. B pencils. But our teacher was very nice. He yeah. And, you know, some of those people really have never heard that information That's before. True. And then the second part was, uh... A little more intense. A little more intense. I actually had to work on that one. And we traced origami birds. An illustrator. And colored them in alternating shades. So the rock. So the moral of the story is, our pictures every week are about to get, like, a thousand times awesomer. Yeah, like, so, just be careful. Like, if you're gonna go to the site, fluffinbrooklyn.com, brace yourself to see, awesome yeah, brace it. Like, uh, if you're sitting in a chair without a back, first of all... No, you have to stand up or sit down to look at this. Yeah, I wouldn't even sit in a chair with wheels. Yeah, I mean, maybe one with uh, armrests, like a wooden chair, so it couldn't, you know, break yeah. the armrest. Well, just, just yeah. you know. Just be ready. Reinforce. Yeah, they're going to just... Be kind, rewind. Knock your legs off. And maybe your feet, too. Other extremities. In which case, you want to go shopping. Yeah. For call, feet to call cover. Call yeah. yeah. I mean, it's cool. I like shopping with with you, people. <laughs> Everyone in the world, <laughs> come with me shopping for feet. I wanna, that would be so much fun. See, this is my problem, too. I have to remember that... If you could have any kind of animal feet, what, what kind would you have? Oh, what a good question. I'd want, like, monkey feet so I could hang upside down by my feet. Ooh. And, like, eat with my... And, like, grab things. Have opposable thumbs on my feet. That would be pretty cool. Sloth feet are pretty nice, too. Sloth feet would be warmer because they have woolier legs. That's but if true. you had sloth feet with monkey agility... I don't think I'd, maybe I would want duck feet. Would or would swim really fast? It would be an advantage. Yeah, I think I'm going with duck feet. Okay. Okay, cool. I where think there was a up? story that I read one time that were like different kids. It was something having to do with like there were all these kids and like each one got to have like make a wish and like wish for like one animal part each. Oh. And so the one that I was always like most attractive to was actually a monkey tail. I thought it would be so awesome. Monkey tail would be good. But it make your pants lumpy. Well, you just have to cut a hole in your pants. You know what I finally saw? Huh? Snakes on a motherfucking plane, y'all. Okay, I was at Blockbuster yesterday. Oh. I hate Blockbuster. It's just cesspool. Um, <laughs> but it was like next to Snakes on the Plane. There was like the ripoff Snakes on a Train. No. <laughs> there was like there was like you know there was like forty Snakes on a Plane and two Snakes on the Train and it was like what poor person is gonna pick that up on accident? Oh. You know? Well, I actually um. 
went to say to my friends, like, in my apartment, I was like, hey, guys, I got uh, snakes on a plane for tomorrow night. But it came out, and because they were talking um, a few hours early about the R. Kelly, like, thing, uh, you know, in the closet or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, it came out, was, hey, guys, yeah, Netflix snakes in the closet. It's coming tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> and then it became this whole big thing, like, that R. Kelly would do the, I got snakes in the closet. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, if R. Kelly was on that plane, he would have kicked ass. So the guy from Good Burger kicked pretty good ass. No, I didn't know he was in there. He is in there. He is. The whole movie was disturbing and wonderful and had the greatest ending ever. Um, But I won't give it away. You know what I saw recently? What? Nanny McPhee. Oh, Nanny McPhee. It was basically like, let's take every English actor, except for Hugh Grant, and put them all in a movie together. <laughs> and the whole movie's about how much they hate Hugh Grant. Yeah. Oh, Nanny McPhee! Oh, stop, Hugh Grant. I was too my room. Oh, don't be a Hugh Grant. Leave <laughs> your room. Oh, Nanny McPhee, I've never had sex. Don't be a Hugh Grant. Go have sex. Well, now there's that like weird Hugh Grant movie. It's like Hugh Grant and Jenna, or no, Drew Barrymore. Drew Barrymore. Well, all the weird pairings of like, uh, yeah. new. What? Um, my theory is Drew oh, Barrymore right, yeah. had a stroke during E.T., and that's why she can't use half her face. <laughs> is it just me, or like, is she never use half her mouth? Yeah, she doesn't she's use her top lip at all. That sly smile that makes her talk weird. Like, I wish you guys could see my mouth is entirely on my left <laughs> cheek. <laughs> it's glued there. Yeah, you get it. I don't actually. use your arm cannons to destroy mm-hmm. Drew Barrymore. <laughs> I'm not sure gonna say to destroy my gas. That would be bad. <laughs> <laughs> I could destroy Drew Barrymore. If I had arm cannons instead of hands and no feet, wow. Just Would like, you rather have feet or wheels? If I, well, I, I'd rather have springy feet. I'd rather have moon boot feet. Yeah. Um, wheels would get in the way. I mean, I have enough trouble with rolling suitcases. I've got issues. Bigger wheels, though. Like monster truck. Oh, if I had monster truck wheels, that would like, <laughs> crush cars. Oh, yeah. <gasps> I wish I was an inventor. <laughs> the world would be a, a weird better bionic place. person inventor. Thank Let's you. graft this elephant trunk onto your face. <laughs> so <laughs> you could feed yourself without using your hands. Yay! <laughs> Just like in Jewish hell. Did I ever tell you the story what? of Jewish hell? I think you did, actually. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I don't know if I ever told the radio audience. Why don't you tell it again? We can tell you my friend name. I remember that somebody told you that and you believed it and it wasn't really true. No, but I don't was, remember it was my what friend Neem that believed it. He, oh. they basically had like he grew up in kind of an area close to mine. Uh, he was in Michigan, but it was the kind of thing where they literally had like the token Jewish family yeah. and like everybody was like, oh, what's it like? What's it like? So the kid got really in the Jewish family got sick of explaining like Hanukkah and explaining yeah. all the different things like Passover. So he decided he was going to start to make up things. <laughs> so he told all of his friends about Jewish hell, and basically Jewish hell is. You don't have elbows in hell. So you can, they put, in Jewish hell, they put you at a table, you got no elbows, they put food all over the table. So you can pick up the food, but you can't get it to your mouth. <laughs> and that's Jewish hell. That's pretty creative for a Yeah, for a little Well, why kid. couldn't you just throw it up in the air and then and catch it? I, it's going to be hard to throw without elbows. Well, we can do it. Do we have any food to try? Let's, let's no. experience Jewish hell. You want to try to do it with the calm? <laughs> no. Oh, <Ew>, God. <laughs> yeah, so the whole thing is like, you know, you go to hell and you're too mean to give food to the person next to you, so you can't actually eat. Yeah. So Neem, in years, years, years later, is at a party um, in New York City. Embarrassment coming out. And of course someone says something about, you know, 
celebrating Passover, and he's like, yeah, you know, I'm really glad I'm not Jewish, because that whole Jewish hell's crazy. <laughs> and, of course, you know, crickets and, and you know, <laughs> like, Jesus shaking about? his head. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> One of my own embarrassing the shit out of me. <laughs> yeah, so there's no Jewish hell, but I kind of wish there was. <sighs> Well, on, on that note, <laughs> that's how we end the show. I think it's time to end the show. Embarrassment of Jewish health. So super thank you to the teeth. The teeth. The teeth. The teeth. And uh, again, um, fluffinbrooklyn.com, go to the forum. You can see pictures of my new feet if you'd like to um, send and me a picture. And also the new arm cannon prototype. Yeah, if you work in a prosthetic factory, I'm totally cool with being your spokesperson. Or if you work in a button factory, oh, I'm talking to you. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Please, please call me. I want. Hey, I my, my name is Joe, and I work in. The I thought it was O. I learned it as Hey, my name is O, but Alyssa says it's no, Joe too. No, it's Joe, but then you lose letters, or you lose things because you like you have one hand, the other hand, one foot, the other foot, then your tongue, and then it's Oh, my name is O. Okay, and then you have to do it with your eyes closed. I think it was kind of one of those things. It's like a game of telephone. Mm. Like I'm sure it, it should be Joe, but like whoever taught it to me misheard it. Maybe it was Josephine originally, and it just got shorter and shorter. And people after you learned it as. Anyway. Yeah. So uh, thanks for listening, you guys. And I don't think I ever said it was Joe Fifty Two. Joe Fifty Two. First Where one in the magical cloud ma- mountain. Fortress. Fortress, what are we? The Cloud Fortress. Yeah, just like in Super Mario Bros. 3. Oh, (laughs) I'm not up on my bits. (laughs) Bits? My bits. My 16 bits. I'm not saying you're like, wait, how many, you know, regular Nintendo? Too many bits for you? Not up on my bits. Yeah, I was like, still playing Pong. I was really good until 14, and then I was like, what the hell? There's just so many guys. More bits. <laughs> oh, that's kibbles and bits and bits and bits. How many bits do we need? What a great game. Why kibbles and bits and bits. And bits. <laughs> I'd be like when they're like bragging about how like high tech it is, like how realistic it looks, and it's just a dog eating like, really <laughs> realistically, like kibbles and bits and bits and bits. Better than that dog and duck hunt that laughs at you when you miss. Aww. Fucking bastard. <laughs> dog. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well, this is Colleen A. Venable saying, wah, 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 wah. and this is Annie Sanders saying, good night, and talk to you soon. Call me. See, Joe. Call me, oh. I need my buttons. We're so sorry to see you go. But we hope you'll be 